What's up, everybody? It's your host, Kia Flo. And you are tuned into episode six, season two of WKFLO Rhythm Release, where the flow just don't stop. You know it don't stop. And uh, did you miss me? I just want to know, you know, for my own securities. (laughs) Y'all, I am so sorry, but just as long as you know, I'm coming back because the goal is to continue to create content to, you know, build my catalog and my portfolio. Uh, So with that in mind, just know that I'll always come back, but as I've already shared in a few other videos, I am in school. School has started and I'm finishing up this internship and I was able to get a little break. And so I said, let me go ahead and create an episode because I know they missing the music. I'm missing the music. I'm missing listening to WKFLO Rhythm Release, even though you can go check out the other episodes streaming on Spotify. And for those who have seen, I have created WKFLO Rhythm Release Afterthoughts so that all of the streaming platforms can get a taste of what we do here at Rhythm Release. And that is just going to give a rundown of the previous five episodes of the season. I've already done one for the first five, so make sure you check that out. And whichever streaming platform that you are on, be sure to follow WKFLO Rhythm Release there. Um, And on tonight's show, today's show, I'm talking about tonight's show, today's show, whenever you're listening to the show, the episode definitely will be out before the video. But we are highlighting Jesse Belvin and... I ran across a video from Ashley Sesso and she was covering Etta James. So make sure you check her out. I'll be sure to put a link down below. But in her story about Etta James, she shared uh, a story about Jesse Belvin. And so that, you know, prompted me to look into him. If you've seen my previous episodes for this season, you'll understand, you know, the whole flow and format. I am just doing all of my research, especially on the artists that are unknown and I had never heard of Jesse Belvin before although there was one song that he had written that I had heard of so I can't wait to share uh, with you all the life and legacy of Jesse Belvin Uh, he actually will be starting us off tonight and of course y'all gonna get y'all history on this day in black music history I've been watching my episodes and noticed that I've been missing saying that but on this day in black music history, I will be coming to you on this last day in August. Y'all, summer is winding down. What are y'all going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do, but what is y'all going to do? Y'all let me know. Anyway, so like I said, uh, Mr. Jesse Belvin is about to start us off for tonight with his song, Good Night, My Love. This song came out in 1959. I actually just listened to it and... Mm, he had a voice on him and then see if you hear any reminiscence of anyone listening to his voice but y'all tune in and listen up and come back this is WKFLO Rhythm Release where the flow just don't stop
Welcome back. Did you enjoy those two? Starting us off, we had Jesse Belvin with Good Night, My Love. Again, that came out in 1959. Uh, tune in later on. We're definitely going to uh, go over his life story. And that song you just heard was Brainstorm with You Put a Charge in My Life. And I'm going to go ahead and dedicate that to my mama. When she came and visited me last summer and... I may have discovered that song a few days before she came. So because she was there around the time I discovered it, she heard it over and over and over and over and over again. I don't know what what it is about it, but it's funky to me. It got a real nice little groove to it that I love and I love to play it loud. But I'm gonna dedicate that to her. She actually just uh, went through surgery yesterday to have uh, some nodules removed from her lung. I talked to her today and she sounds pretty chipper and you know, real good. So I know she she's one, my number one fan. I'll say her and Angela <laughs> listen to all of the episodes. And so, you know, hopefully this will put a smile on her face to know that I dedicated, you know, another song to your girl. You know, I love you. You know, I love you. But um, listen, that song came out of 1979. I stumbled upon it on Spotify and have just been playing it ever since. So hopefully you enjoy that one time for Brainstorm for creating that one. They did that. <laughs> but anyway, listen, um, before we get into the next song, I had the opportunity to host So Far Sound Charlotte. If you don't know what So Far Sounds is, be sure to look them up online. But they started over in London and they have these secret shows. You do not get the location of the um, show until 24 hours beforehand. And you have no clue who will be performing. I have had the opportunity to perform at four different so far's i did so far greensboro north carolina i did so far in philly and i did so far new york and then last year i did so far charlotte right before the pandemic and so uh when one of the representatives reached out to see if uh they could get a host hey you know I host too right so that was a beautiful um experience of course I I love all of the so far's packed they're always a packed show you're always going to get people that come up to you and tell you how you made them feel um with your work and uh, I might go ahead and put a little clip in my YouTube video cocking and hanging but I can't dwell on that thing because it's bad for my health I'm looking straight ahead and going straight out for self my heart is heavy for the future God, will we prevail? Is our future full of darkness weighing heavy on scales? I was brought here to speak some seasoning in your bland ass life. I came here to brighten the path with the moon of the night. So if loving life is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Because my heart's my amplifier. I don't need no mic. of me performing because they did talk me into doing a performance uh, at the end of the show. So that was beautiful. I just wanted to share that. Um, had a beautiful time there. And also, I don't think I got a chance to talk about uh, performing at um, the cookie jar at the Peace Pipe from my homie Cookie the Poet here in my home, excuse me, where I'm living now. I'm about to say my hometown of Duval shots out to the queen city we representing 
but um, I went out there and that actually was my first time doing a performance all year. And my last performance was back home in October. So, you know, I'm, you know, working to get my way back out there performing. It still feels like old times, but you know, <laughs> the flow just don't stop. But anyway, we're about to go ahead and get into this next song. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and whip it out. I'm going to go ahead and whip it out. For y'all on Spotify, you know what it is when I say listen, and I'm going to whip it out. I'm talking about my vinyl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are going to Atlantic Star with their 1983 cut, Touch a Four-Leaf Clover. I love this song. And this particular album, I don't think is on Spotify, but it is on Spotify. So y'all tune in and listen up and come back. And when we come back, we're going to get more into the late, great Jesse Belvin. This is WKFLO Rhythm Release, where the flow just don't stop. I'm Pierre Javon, and welcome to Can We Take a Minute? On Can We Take a Minute, I'm going to keep you up to speed on all the new things coming up, give you my review on things, and you know I'm always going to shout out my fellow black women that's out here killing it, as we always do. My platform is the perfect place to showcase me and showcase you. If you have a product, mixtape, or organization, anything that you want more eyes on, plus a good positive review with the Pierre Javon spin on it, we need to connect. I love creating content for Can We Take a Minute because it's empowered by me and the things that I'm genuinely excited about. I get to be myself while advocating and empowering women who look like me. I mean, what more can I ask for? The best thing about Can We Take a Minute is that it only takes a minute. And that's my minute. Thanks for taking it with me. Welcome back. You enjoyed that one? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I'm definitely going to bump this one as soon as, soon as Anchor let me know it's published. I'ma bump this one. I was able to skate yesterday. Y'all have been getting good at skating. I'm planning to, you know, put some footage somewhere. I like to slide, slide my footage in here and there. And if you know, you know. And those who don't know, they just don't know. <laughs> but you know, I do so many things. I do so many things. But um, let's see here. We want to go ahead and get into the story of Jesse Elvin. Jesse Belvin was born in San Antonio, Texas in 1932. When he was five, his family relocated to Los Angeles, and by age seven, he was singing in church. He discovered R&B in his early teens, and in 1950, joined jazz saxophonist Vic J. McNeely's backing vocal quartet, 
called the three dots and a dash. Okay, I hear you. In 1952, Belvin and bandmate uh, Marvin Phillips signed to Specialty. They cut four singles, which never charted, but they kept pursuing their career and continued to gain recognition. Just as it looked like Belvin's career was going to take off, he was drafted. While home on leave, he wrote a song called Earth Angel, inspired by a young white woman who lived near him. Okay. <laughs> um, the song was subsequently recorded by a semi-professional doo-wop quartet called The Penguins and became one of the first R&B singles to cross over onto pop charts, selling a million copies between late 1954 and early 1955. Bell so give me love. Love. himself cut 10 singles for modern of which good night my love which we heard earlier was far and away the most successful belvin's career took a decided upswing in part with help from his wife joanne a fine songwriter in her own right who became his manager and took charge of his career one of the first results was getting him signed to RCA Records. His first big success for the new label came in April of 1959 with the top 40 hit Guess Who. It was during this time that he finished his first album, Just Jesse Belvin. It should be noted that Sam Cooke followed Belvin to RCA with similar goals as Belvin who began to realize who, excuse me, he began to realize that he had the potential to cross over to adult white audiences while keeping his original fans as well. For its part, RCA saw in Belvin the potential for another Nat King Cole or Billy Eckstein, a powerful and charismatic performer is what they thought he was. However, on February 6th of 1960, shortly after finishing a performance in Little Rock, Arkansas, on a bill with Sam Cooke, Jackie Wilson, and Mary Johnson, Belvin and his wife were killed in a head-on auto collision. Mr. Easy, an album he recorded a few months prior, was released later in 1960 and is considered his final testament. And we want to say rest in peace to Mr. Jesse Belvin along with his wife. Um, they definitely, that was a sad story. Um, they did their thing together as a couple. And I think, you know, whenever you hear stories like that, that is such a beautiful thing. But it's definitely tragic um, how they passed away. Um, actually, in... Um, Ashley's video she goes she she actually goes in further on a lot of the topics but she stated that um at the hospital um his wife you know maybe she had some tubes in her throat or whatever and um she kept banging on the side of the bed and no one could figure out why she was banging and I don't know if it was her father or her 
father-in-law um, when he asked uh, if she wanted to know where Jesse was. She banged again and um, he let her know that uh, he didn't make it. And they said that that is when she died shortly afterwards. Um, but if you listen to that song, Good Night, um, Good Night, My Love, as well as some of his other songs, he had an amazing voice. I really see, you know, why, you know, Sam Cooke followed him. I don't know if Sam Cooke, you know, looked up to him, but they definitely have similarities. And as many of of you know, I love Mr. Sam Cooke, child. But uh, rest in peace to Jesse Belvin, and uh, hopefully you learned something uh, from that story. We're going to keep this show moving right along. No, I got Climax with their song, When You Kiss Me. This came out in 1990. Y'all tune in and listen up and come back. This is WKFLO Rhythm Release, where the flow just don't stop. like those huh. starting us off again that was climax when you kiss me i forgot to bring that album down i have that one as well um and then we had uh, right and wrong way by mario his rendition that came out in 2007 when i heard it i hadn't heard it when it came out i heard it recently because i was stuck on that keep sweat rendition yeah but uh it go hard it go hard um hopefully uh you all enjoyed those too um we're definitely going to get into on this day in music history but um let me grab the book first <laughs> uh it is what what the day is if today the last day, then what tomorrow is? The first day? Oh, shucks now. What y'all, what y'all know about it? We're about to get on, on this day in black music history. Again, a book by Jay Warner. Shouts out. Um, listen, the number one R&B song of 1968 was You're All I Need to Get Bye Bye Marvin Gaye Tammy Terrell, y'all. I know that's right. When I tell y'all, Whenever I'm reading from this book, this is my first time reading this stuff. So when I find out what the song is and I know what it was, oh, yes, uh, I'll be lit with it. Yes. You're All I Need to Get By by the late Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. That's a beautiful song there, ain't it? And also in uh, 1940, celebrating a birthday is Wilton Felder of the Crusaders. My husband actually has a few of their albums. Also, in 1955, uh, Chuck Berry's Maybelline reached number five pop while spending 11 weeks at number one on the R&B hit list. Chuck began his musical career as a member of Johnny Johnson Trio in St. Louis in 1952. 
And then let's see where else. Uh, 1976, George Harrison was found guilty of subconscious plagiarism of the chiffon's hit He's So Fine for similarities of his million seller, My Sweet Lord. In a case of sweet retribution, the chiffons then recorded their own version of My Sweet Lord. I am done. I am done. <laughs> Why are people being patty like that? That's funny though. That is funny. Nah, we we ain't reading no more of this man right here. We ain't got time. Uh, but in 1987, Michael Jackson, The Magic Returns, aired on CBS TV featuring his 17-minute video, Bad. And these are things that happened August 31st. Y'all show some love one time for the history up in here. Y'all, we about to take this show um, to the end, to a closing. It's, it's about to be over with. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Bright Stars. I'm not sure if I got a chance to give them a shout out on my last video. Um, but I finished uh, the summer camp program where I was given the honor of teaching poetry to the youth. And we had such an amazing time. I'll be sure to put photos up um, in the video. Make sure you're following me on YouTube. Um, but just want to give some love to Bright Stars. If you are in Charlotte and you're looking for an academic program for your kids, make sure you follow them. I'll be sure to put the link in the video and uh, where you can find them. Thank you, Grandma Perla, for the opportunity. I look forward to doing it again. It showed me that, yeah, I can teach the kids. I can teach them a little something, something. We had fun, too. We had a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I have anything else that I necessarily want to share on this episode. I just want to say thank you to everyone who subscribes, follows, listens, tunes in. Thank you so much. Oh, I did get a chance to go to Catawba Falls this weekend. I did say I wanted to talk about that. I'll be sure to put the photos on the video here too. Uh, shout out to my homegirl Angie of uh, Foxy Red Productions and uh, my homegirl Vanessa or Just V-Roy. She does some amazing photography. We had a chance to just bond sisterly and just have a good old time. And of course, my husband got mad, so now we got to go. <laughs> now we got to go to another waterfall. I'm right here chasing waterfalls, you know what I'm saying, making people happy. But uh, yeah, that's about it. If you have any questions or concerns, dedications, you want to send your girl some well wishes, uh, song requests, whatever, please email me at info at flotainment.com and uh, I'll be sure to uh, respond. Also on my YouTube videos, I put a little link down there if you want to just go ahead and record me a message. If you click on that link, you can record a message and send it and it automatically goes to me so you don't have to type up an email or download a special app for recording. It's all there. Um, go ahead and uh, utilize that so I can add you to my episode. Thank you to everybody else who has done it. Until I get some more, y'all will constantly be in rotation and you know this. But um, I think that's about it. I uh, can be found on all social media sites as Kia Flow. And you can follow me on either one of my Instagrams. 
Um, until next time, y'all have been a beautiful audience. Uh, we're closing the show out with my girls, Van Jess, with their newest song from 2021. Uh, this is titled Slow Down, and it's featuring Lucky Day. Y'all tune in, listen up, and y'all make sure y'all come back. This is WKFLO, Rhythm Release, where the flow just don't stop. Take you. The emotions become emotions. When, when you, you believe, believe in you. you. Woo! Period.